One, two, a check of one, two. With two minutes to go, it's fourth and 32. Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the 4th and 32 podcast. I'm your host, Cole Smithson, and joining me, as he always does, a boy named Sue. It's Ethan Sue. New one. Nice. Okay. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Good to see you again. It's been a while. Been a while. We definitely were on some hiatus, um, you know, settling in with the move over here, getting uh you know hours into my job getting all trained there also i've called your boy named sue several times to open shows but that's how many shows we've done we've done a lot you forget about these things i know yeah exactly but uh this is a very special broadcast i've been meaning to do this for a while but like i said been on hiatus we have brown's correspondent here and leader of the dog pound jacob burkhart hello everyone how you doing bud um you know that that it is <laughs> well yeah the Cavs just lost but we are here obviously I, I called him a Browns correspondent he's on to talk the brownies a decent bit um and we got to talk to Sean Watson we got to have an official statement from a Browns fan on this podcast I've been meaning to do this for a while but I'm honestly glad that we took a little bit, bit of time so it's kind of settled in everyone's just kind of accepting it at this point obviously uh the Browns traded the Texans, what, three first-round picks? Yes. A two seconds and a sixth? Something it like was, that? It was just one second and a sixth, and then I think that we swapped fifths. Actually, oh. it may have been we also gave them a third. I don't. There was an addition like mm-hmm. three or four days afterwards that like came out, and yeah, it was but, one of those second-day ones. But the point is, I mean, you know – you really put the franchise on the line with, with uh, giving them all this capital and also gave Deshaun Watson an entirely guaranteed contract, um, which a lot of people are hemming and hawing about. Let's just get right down to it. How are you feeling about a month into the Deshaun Watson era? I know you um, are, are not like some Browns fans who have left the team or decided that they're not going to, support them anymore you are on board with this decision for football reasons only and i just kind of want you to defend yourself here i think that well you just gave it exactly how it is it's from a football standpoint i'm entirely excited to have a clear upgrade at the quarterback position that held us back so much this year uh, I mean, so many games that you can point to uh you hear or i've heard i don't know how much Anybody else would really follow this, but Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski, the front office come out and say that this was like a four to five month investigation that points back to the right around the Lions game where we scrape by the Lions after a horrendous Baker Mayfield outing and he doesn't talk to the press. Maybe that's when they knew we have to start looking at our other options here. So, yes, as far as what's going to be done on the football field, I'm very excited for Deshaun Watson playing quarterback. Now, the off-field stuff is (laughs) obviously – I just feel like it's funny, and every time we talk about this, you get to to this exact same point where you're like, yeah, it's bad, but – and for me, it's like, 
why is there but at all for you? Because I think it's just their hand in hand. Like this, we're all still humans. Everybody in the locker room is still humans. I think it's going to affect the team in a very real way. You just assume that everyone's going to be cool with it. You assume that he's going to be the same guy he was in, in Houston after a year off and all this scandal, right? Like sports has, has a lot of, you know, confidence and, and, you know, mental well-being or lack thereof affecting players. So I just, I just feel like you're just glossing over the biggest part of the story. I think you're exaggerating it to, I mean, look around the league, not that anybody else has like this massive of an issue, but I mean, you have Tyreek Hill who, you know, had those recordings come out of him, like assaulting his like wife and son. That that was completely forgot about by week three. Apparently the two counsel of, of all of the women and Deshaun Watson have, had an agreement where nothing, there's no trials during the season. So the likelihood of a suspension this year, every day gets less and less likely if there's nothing happening from a legal standpoint. It's, I completely agree. It's awful if all of this is true. Once again, FBI is looking into the women. Are they doing extortion? You know, all the women, I'm not saying that it's a lot of people to come out and, and have that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, now, uh, Ethan, what, what are your thoughts on this? Just, I, I feel like Burkhardt's in, in total denial here. I feel like that's what I'm watching. I'm watching a guy look at me and I'm like, yo, I saw your girl out at the club last night. She was with another dude. I just like thought I should tell you. And he's like, oh, that's just her good friend. That's just her they're friends they're friends i trust her like she would never do that to me she loves me like and that's that's <laughs> what i'm hearing from you as you do that. yeah that's ridiculous i'm not i'm the i've come in here and i've said the only <laughs> thing that i'm happy about with the sean watson thing is the on-field product and you're making it seem like i have some influence in the locker room and i'm supposed to go around to everybody and say <laughs> hey not that great of a guy <laughs> You know, I, I don't even know if it would help. Ethan, what are your thoughts, though? Let's let's get some of them on wax. Uh, you know, a little bit of time in between the trade happening and and this. Like, do you think it's going to be successful? Do you think Burkhart is in uh, denial like I do? Uh, what do you think? I think Burkhart is a strong version of the type of fan that the Browns want to have, which is someone who's very loyal and true to the organization through all the good, the bad, and the indifferent. Uh, do I think he's in denial? Not fully, but I just the way that he talks about it, how he's like, he talks about, oh, the on-field product's good. There's really good potential with that. But it felt like every time you were finishing a point, you had to be like, again, I don't agree with it, what he did, <laughs> if it's true. But it's like, well, obviously that means it's probably not very good. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like you're jumping through so many hoops to enjoy it. And I think it's okay to be like, I love this team. I've always rode with this team. I've rode with them through 0-16, but this isn't okay. And and like I'm not even saying you have to stop being a fan of the team and like pick a new team. It's just it's also okay to to just flat out say, I hate that we did this. This is you know, there could be downside, but you're like, oh, we might be, you know, contenders in this conference for 10 plus years. And and I look at it like the AFC is so loaded right now. You might be missing the playoffs 
with all of the public outcry against your team. And then, then where are you? You're the Browns of old, but now America hates you and doesn't feel bad for you like they used to. So, you know, it's, cr- you know, it's crazy just the way you're kind of like describing them to be a villain. I still feel like in the eyes of football fans, the Patriots dynasty will always be seen as more of a villain than the Browns could be in this scenario. Like, even if this, if it came to light that he did all of these things, then he as an individual would be ruined credibility wise. But does that really taint my overall thoughts of the Cleveland Browns? Not in its entirety, but do I think it's a terrible decision? Yeah, I think it was a bad decision if all that were to be true. But right now it seems like it is not, or at least it's, what's the word? Uh, it's not undisclosed. It's not a legal issue is what it seems like. It, Correct, it is, yeah. There's two times, two different counties that it was brought in front of the jury and both times said that there's not evidence of any criminal activity. Is there some sketchy stuff? absolutely is there some women that i'm sure were uncomfortable with the situation sure no doubt oh no i'm sure there's mm-hmm. going to be settlements yeah. okay over, but it's all not right. going to i'm making i'm making it a point from the legal standpoint of it which is but, all the nfl but, cares about the matter we're not lawyers is, here Burkhart. you're right the two lawyers that did this they they I mean, they brought it in front of two different judges, and this is exactly what happened. All I'm saying is the NFL only cares about the legal aspect of it. Fair. For fair. me to say he's he's going to be good on the football field is fine. I have not once said, no, Deshaun Watson's the homie. I'm totally – no, he comes back to my place every night, and he's like, that was crazy. All I have said is I like the football standpoint hey man, and that he's mind. not going to probably be suspended because of the legal stuff and how that's playing out. This now, is, uh, you keep uh, painting uh, it like I'm this pro-sexual assault man. Uh, Smith, <laughs> Smith, you had your hand up? Yes, I did. Um, so this is changing from the trial of Deshaun Watson to the trial of Jacob Burkhart, which will likely be the title of this episode now that I've thought about that. But um burke Burkhard, i think you're just being a strong is, fan but no i agree but the problem is going to be the social aspect of it you're like this isn't like you know legally it's gonna be fine work out whatever it's like you haven't addressed one time how this locker room is gonna feel about the dude okay you're missing you're going straight to this locker room everybody has already in the locker room are hanging out with them there's photos of them together can i like, say one thing he's, he's can i say one a, thing yes Okay, I think in your situation, you're I don't know how I would handle it if I were in your shoes, because I haven't had a situation like this with like a player that we invested so much into like he is your franchise now, whereas like my situation is like my owner's a scumbag. And there's nothing that will get him out of his position except for maybe like five million dollars worth of fraud. But like, who fingers crossed. But I, I think that like. I wouldn't know how to handle it as a fan. So I think that your response is reasonable as a fan to be like, okay, well, he's our quarterback now. So like I can do nothing as a football fan, but hope that he's not a total shit bag and he can play football really well. Like it it just, it's, it's tricky to me. I think that, but I think that if you admit that he, I think that if you admit that, if whatever's true, I think you've already admitted it. I've already said if, when to, all yeah. of this stuff is brought, there's going to be a ton of stuff outside of court settled. And that's that is that an admission of guilt to all of us yes. as a society? Yes, it is. To the NFL, is it? Probably not. 
to the NFL. Okay. That is just them brushing anything, it to the anything side. Anything okay. not involving money doesn't matter let's, to the NFL. Let's take That's a step okay. back. Let's take a step back. How would you feel if Deshaun Watson got traded to a different team? Let's say the Saints got him or the Panthers or whatever. Yeah. How would you feel, Burke? I, 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 I would be saying, are we writing? I, I wouldn't care. I would stop caring about Deshaun Watson altogether. I would say, okay, great. Is Baker Mayfield my quarterback still knowing all of this? Is Malik Willis available at 13? That's where I, I don't. So Burke's not... only thinking about quarterbacks. He doesn't care about uh, the alleged. <laughs> exactly. No, well, <laughs> the thing is, is realistically before the whole trade saga back. Okay. In November of this year, were you sitting around mulling? God, what are those 22 women doing? Like. Where, where what's Deshaun up to like all of that I've no no you were watching your Deshaun team Watson the for the past year yeah for months. on this podcast like we literally titled the Texans preview from last preseason young Bill Cosby like I I've been on this from day one yeah, like but that was, I, that I, was, I, I'm that's, super against that's anyone difference. excusing uh what he allegedly did I'll say allegedly but I think we all think he did it and I'm I'm uh, not okay with the NFL and the teams and all and everyone just kind of accepting it. I think it, there is some sort some level of tacit, um, maybe not agreement, but like like letting it go or I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think here. that's no. I think that's the way that to say it. Yeah, there's like, there's some level of you're okay with it. And yeah. I, I, that's why you keep framing it. Like, obviously, I don't like it, the idea that uh, this person assaulted these women. But, and it's like, there should, that should just be the full sentence. I want to like give that, my, yeah, my two cents on the same question about being a football fan. If, say, like, he was on the Panthers or something. I would just be like, oh, man, from a football standpoint, I'd be like, damn, Panthers are probably a better team now. Crazy. Um from a non-football standpoint, I would be like that t- organization's making questionable decisions and investments in their future right now. And uh, I don't think it's very good of them, but to be completely honest, like I, I don't give enough of a shit about the Carolina Panthers or whatever team it would be in that scenario where I'd be like, Oh yeah. Like he's a total like piece of shit. I hate him all the time. Kind of thing. I would just be like, it's in the back of my mind. I can't control this. So like, hopefully some good people out there do something about it. If it's true, the only situation that would really screw things up is if he was on the Cowboys, because then I would just hate him. I would hate everything about him, hate everything about their team, all that good stuff. But like, yeah, from a casual, from a football fan standpoint, I can see where you have that point Smith where you're like, yeah, it's brush it all off, kind of forget about it. I just mean, when is a society, when is like, I hate to do the whole, like, uh, you know, you're right. like your point, and, like, look at everything, but like, when is a society, are we going to stop letting rich people? Cause that's what it is. It's not even necessarily famous get away with like serious crimes. Cause if this was just some random dude in Houston named Deshaun Watson, I think we all know exactly where he would be, but we all have to accept that. Like I have to watch him on, on the TV screen. And that's the biggest problem with me is like, I'm not going to stop watching football. I don't want to, I don't want to be made to like decide that I'm okay with something because I enjoy a sport or a movie or whatever. You're right. And luckily for you, you don't because you have Derek Carr under center. That, but that, but I do <laughs> have to, I am going to watch Browns games this year. 
and it's going to upset me. Or if he's just suspended for the season. And I just think there's a lot of people doing that. It's like it, it's the NFL, you know, is trying to make a calculated risk. They don't believe it's going to affect their bottom line. But I also think that they're limiting how many, you know, women or, you know, otherwise caring people can get into the sport or into this team or into this decision kind of by it's a whole group going, putting their hands up and going, eh, what are you going to do about we it? Might it's let like it you literally yeah. could do something about it. Right. Like, I can't do you can't do anything about a Burke, no matter how much you care or want. You have no control over the Browns. Right. Ethan to me can't do anything, but they can. And they're like, ah, well, everyone's just going to kind of get over it. And so I feel like someone has to, you know, sit on the right side of history because because God forbid he's the quarterback for like, let's say six years. And then it comes out like some horrible things and he does go to jail and get arrested and we just let him play for like four or five years while he was still committing crimes because he thinks he can't get in, in, in trouble with anything. Because why would you think you get in trouble with anything? He got handed $250 million. All guaranteed. So yeah, everything that I've seen was also, we came to, this is from the, the press conference of his introduction and everything is we as an organization, this is something that I wanted to touch on that Ethan mentioned that like, if the Panthers did it, he'd say, Oh, this front office, all that. This is the first time in my life I've looked at this Browns front office and said, they know what they're doing. Calculated risk, I guess is the best word for it. But apparently as part of our pitch was how are we going to repair your image in I mean, starting in the town of Cleveland, but to your point, expanding across the entire, <clears throat> spanning across the entire league. It, it's, it's all part of it. Now, if it, like you said, yeah, sure. If in six years it comes out, you know, that number's tripled or whatever. And it's like, he's just doing this. Mm. He's a, Obviously, if it is a full 22, he's a serial assaulter already. But if it's tripled and, and keeps adding to it, yes, there's going to be some questions about it. For me, as a human, yes, I'm clearly going to be upset by that. Me as a Browns fan, there's three Super Bowls sprinkled into that span. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> where it's like you're just you're I mean, the, the trial's over. You're guilty. You're absolutely just unabashedly guilty, guilty. And I don't know why you didn't just plead guilty. You're not even not even trying to fight the evidence. But on the it, flip side, it's of it, this, is a, this is a battle. It's a battle that's not worth fighting, Burkhardt. I'm going to put know. it that way. Like as a as a Cleveland Knight or a Cleveland or a uh, Clevelander. I Cleveland. I don't know. Cleveland. I don't know what that Cleveland. was. Yeah, that was just it's, a it's Clevelander. Clevelander. Cle- is it? Yes. Whenever you Cleveland said Cleveland Knight, I thought you were making up a sports a, team. A Cleveland Knight. <laughs> Not a Cleveland Knight. But regardless, <laughs> as a Clevelander. Um, <laughs> as a Clevelandian? As a Clevelandian, uh, I think that you're going to just say uh whatever the team is the team and you'll do your thing i just i i think i think we are all a little bit responsible for every assault he commits from here on out because these people don't stop i'm not going to take any credit towards any of the awful things he does i just think not i mean that's why i'm every time it comes up i'm going to say the same thing where it's like you can never you're never going to catch me lacking and not caring about this i do care you know limited 
scope of what I can do. Um, also, I just don't think you guys are going to be that good. I, I like really hope you miss the playoffs and go like nine eight again or whatever. Uh, like, the AFC is absolutely loaded. Think... Your division's loaded. And this guy hasn't played football in a year and is probably going to get suspended half the season. So like what Jacoby Brissett's take is better than Baker Mayfield taking the play. I just, whatever. But you know what's the most scummy thing, and I'm not going to leave this podcast out mentioning it, is the fact that you made his base salary, not you, but Andrew Barry or whatever, <laughs> made, his base, yeah. <laughs> yeah, made his base salary $1 million for this year. So if he does get suspended, he gets to lose the smallest amount of money possible. And that's scummy shit. And that's where it's like you guys are literally just – you'll do anything to get this idea of a guy and there's almost nothing I've ever rooted for more for than to this to blow up in your face. And I used to like the Browns. I used to support you Burke. Um, even, you know, in conference, uh, you know, both of us had childhoods where our teams were terrible the whole time. And I've always supported the Browns. And now I just, I, I wish nothing but horrible, horrible misery for your team. And I hate that. I hate that for the Browns. I hate that for Browns fans. And, I mean, that's it. You're guilty. Well, there's, there's 53 other people on this team who haven't – I mean, not all of them haven't done a thing wrong. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 that's a bold statement. 50 other good, Christian, caring Christian men. Um, I mean, there's not, I mean, Kareem Hunt, we, we literally picked him up after having a But I never thought issues. that was that big of a deal because I remember – I agree. I, understand, I also understand – and it was also like she was being a racist – yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll I kick a bitch all... for being racist. I don't really care about that. Yeah, we've all accepted <laughs> that if you if you're a white person, you say the n-word, kind of whatever happens to you happens to you. Like yeah. I, I that's a society. Like that's not, you know, well, I'm not gonna put Kareem Hunt on trial here. It's just it's hilarious when the trade happened and people are like, Deshaun Watson and Kareem Hunt. It's like women of Cleveland. It's like, do not lump Kareem Hunt in with Deshaun Watson, please. It's also like Kareem Hunt's been on this team in the city for like three years now and yeah, had exactly. no incident. So it's not exactly like, oh, oh, now he's going to get the guy that's really going to get him going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Any last thoughts on, on this before we get out of here? It's going to be a nice little special pod trial Jacob Burkhart. I... I still plead innocent. <laughs> I don't think that this turned out like Burkhart thought it was going to no, turn no. out. Ethan, what is your, what is your, I guess I'm the prosecutor. What is no, your This ruling? went exactly how I thought it was going to go. <laughs> okay. Ethan's the judge. What is your ruling? I, uh, I'm going to have to rule you as guilty, Burkhart. Yeah. Because there really wasn't any evidence to prove that you were uh, yeah. not guilty. What am I even being charged with? <laughs> Because it's, it's just, a situation you just, it's a situation you can't win. <laughs> I don't um, know, excessive fandom. It's just, you it's, owe me $250 and being, being tacitly complicit with what's going on here. And you are. And that's fine. We've argued about this not, off, also, off air. Also, this should, be, about- this should be noted for, for the listeners. I said whenever the trade went through, I'm not going to own a Deshaun Watson jersey. And I also made a donation to like sexual assault survivors in Cleveland, Ohio. Like, well, the, you're going to need to donate more because there will be more. Objection, um, Harrison. Well, I, <laughs> lying under oath. 
<laughs> yeah, you've actually been thrown in jail for contempt. So <laughs> Ethan, Ethan actually checked Bail my up, closet. Get the hell out of here. I already have. I already have five Deshaun Watson jerseys of every type that they come in. Yeah, he's On got a Clemson. He's Browns got a jersey. Texans. Yep. He's got yep. a Browns. He actually has predicted he'll go to the, the Falcons post Browns. He has a Falcons. No, um, I was so invested in in the trade stuff. I bought jerseys for every one of his landing spots. Oh yeah, same. Oh, uh, yeah, so <laughs> Burkhart's not even a Browns fan for real. He just so that way I Burkhart, actually, uh, Burkhart could Sean sit Watson at a table. Fan. Burkhart could sit at a table with the different jerseys and hats, and he could be like, "All right, I'm going to do this for Deshaun yeah. since he can't." And then he puts on the Browns. Hat Honestly, that's jersey. basically what happened. Everybody <laughs> yeah. was like, the Browns are out. And then it's like, he gave me a call, apparently. And I was like, why not? Just come to Cleveland. You're yeah. like a proud father. Well, no, because you guys agreed to do the million dollar base salary bullshit. And I, I just think it's scummy. And I think the universe will. No, every the, the thing was that the, the Panthers and one other, I don't know if it was the Saints or the Falcons, but they agreed to fully guarantee it, but they didn't want to do five years. They wanted to do four. Yeah. Well, did you, did you know that uh, this, uh, I don't care that the Edmund Fitzgerald sunk. Wow. That's, that's, that's kind of fucked up, man. That's actually, I mean, it was just coming to Cleveland. It was like you're you're wishing ill on. No, like it was Wisconsin. No, it was it was a Cleveland thing. They were all Cleveland people. Everyone, as everyone knows, you got on a boat back in the day and you just moved to wherever the boat landed. Yeah, John just, Mellencamp yeah. is an average songwriter. Oh, 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 oh. I, to be uh, fair, I don't like John. Low average. Bone Thugs and Harmony has have like two good songs. And there's like four. Day. That's members. not true. No, That's I know. I like. I was yeah. just trying to be mean to Cleveland. I, I actually <laughs> really enjoy Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> All right. Well, the trial of Jacob Burkhardt has concluded. Um, I'll put in a gavel here, and you're guilty, bud. Any last words before we uh, before we ring you up, old school style? I mean, we have a do a hooded dude standing over here with like one of those big axes in his hand. <laughs> Uh, I'm going straight to the guillotine. Yeah. Your punishment, friendship. Because you came out on the other side and you're still friends with me and Mr. Smith here. Yeah. Uh, and until one day, the Desha- if God forbid you win a Super Bowl or Deshaun Watson like t- lights the league on fire, because it's going to become like a Brady Patriots hate for me. Yeah. It's going to just boil up inside me. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be sending very nasty, aggressive texts all season. But... <laughs> Good. Like Mike Dwayne normally received. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I miss you, buddy. Mike Dwayne would also find you guilty. But uh, y'all have a good night. And uh, remember, it's not okay to assault women. Yes, it's not. It's not okay. Yep. That is the official stance of the 432 <laughs> podcast. Thank you very much. Peace. Thank God. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>